right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. This is one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc. Um, all-around good guy. I'm going to say that first. If I always save it for last, I'm going to say that first right quick. Um, I'm also going to say um, promoter, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc. Again, I just want to make sure you guys keep that in your head. Um, also, marketing specialist and man about town. Um, I like to... Oh, and big, big, big Eagle fan. E A L. I can't even spell the word now. E G. Oh man. Never mind. Uh-huh. Eagle. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we say uh, straight, straight to the point. Yeah, no, straight to the point. There you go. But anyway, um, yeah, I got my partner, Mr. Leonard Young, with me. What's going on, Leonard? Hey, Dave. Everything is good. E A G L E S. Eagles. Yeah, um, I know. I know. I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> so, so, Dave, now, now, now we know who the real fan is. Yep. So yeah, this yeah, is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, all around good guy. Dave, I know you had a great Sunday. Uh, yeah, you had a great Sunday. Sunday yeah. Yeah. yeah because, I'm, 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 I'm getting my days mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a great Sunday because the Eagles made it back to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, you watch the game, you know, there was the, you know, the stadium was packed. Um, you watched everybody after the game, you see all the reports, you see all the people spilling out on the street and whatever. <laughs> not one, not one incident. Everybody was happy. Nobody, right. com- nothing to complain about. You know, it was just a, a great day. And, and, you know, um, you know, now all they got to do is win one, one more game, man. One more game. That's all they right. got to do. Yeah, the, so, the, the big so the one. weekend with the yeah the weekend was definitely a good weekend um, that culminated the weekend. Um, we've been blessed with some pretty decent weather. The day was kind of a you know not that uh, no nah, it was okay today, but yesterday, boy, you would have thought it was summertime yesterday, right? What, what was yesterday? Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The sun was Monday out was pretty day good. And, yeah, it was almost sixty degrees, and you know, uh, just just um, just interesting. Uh, it was, uh, you know, we've been fooling around in the forties and and you know high, I mean low fifties, um, you know, lately. So, so that made the weekend more enjoyable. Um, did you do anything exciting over the weekend? Uh, yeah, um, my daughter had. Um... An all day dance competition on Saturday and Sunday. So I was in Philadelphia near the airport for that competition. So that was um good and you know, she did well, her team did well. Mm-hmm. Folks, have you noticed that Leonard's kids do everything? Yes, they do. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> I mean, look, look, you gotta you know, I we didn't hurt let me see. Okay, the daughter has done what she's done volleyball. She did volleyball this year. She done cheerleading. cheerleading. Yeah. Now doing dance. Well, yeah. So she's always done dance. And then I forgot to tell you Friday. So she's a cheerleader with St. George's High School. 
And mm-hmm. Saint, one of St. George's famous graduates is an NBA player, Busy Bones Highland, Nashawn Highland. Exactly who you're talking about. So um, they had a Jersey retiring um, recognition for him before the basketball game on Friday. So, of course, she's a cheerleader for the basketball team. So she was out there. She was like, she's like, Daddy, she's like, I was so close to him, I could almost touch him because um, I guess like <laughs> like where he was positioned and where she yeah. was positioned. They she showed me a picture because she's like, yeah, my mom took a picture. She was about ten feet away from him. I'm like, okay, I mean, I mean, she was close, but you know, when she said, but in her mind, she was him. right next. Yeah, her mind, right, she right, was right next to him, right? <laughs> but um, yeah. her cheerleading team did did get a picture with them, so you know that. You know, yeah, that, that was cool I, for I the kids. That. You posted, you posted yeah, that. I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, was he gracious? Did he? Did he? He didn't big time anybody. I hope or anything like that. No, so I mean, from what she saw, he did not. She said that he um he brought a lot of people with him. You know, mm-hmm. and she said he that got a, he got a crew with him. Yeah, right? he got a crew, and then um after after his presentation. Probably early in the game or before the game started, he uh, he him and his his crew left. But um, and I can't remember if you said it or someone else said it, but I did look it up. So he played um, the Nuggets played. Yeah, they had a basketball Saturday. game. They played. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They played. The, right. That's, so yeah, because that's why he was in town because right. of the game. Yeah. yeah so. so I mean, with that said, you know, I'm sure he ain't want to be out too late. Probably want to get you know do whatever, whatever mm-hmm. his uh, routines are. But you probably know, wanted to get out. Of Del- he probably said, "Let me get out of Delaware real quick." Yeah, <laughs> you know, right, so, right. You know, so yeah. For everybody know I'm here. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's good. That that that's great. Um, you know, um, we actually have two NBA players playing in the NBA right now. Um, uh, so um, the other one went to Sally's. Um, uh, Dante uh, DiVincenzo. He plays for Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Delaware on the map, man, Delaware on the map, you know, so yep. that's good. That's and, good. And, and, you know, Delaware has uh, the person going to the NBA slam dunk contest. So it's just all around great. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we doing big things. East coast doing big things. Uh, you know, tri-state area is pretty hot right now, you know, so let's, let's go, you know, let's go. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, here we are. Last day of January already, man. Unbelievable. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, time this flies. month has flew by, man. This month has flew by. So you're ready going to our 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 month as as they say. Of course, still the twenty uh still still the shortest day of the a month of the year, but we won't won't comment on that. <laughs> you know, but we're going into Black History Month. And um, you know, so it's it's great that we uh, get to start focusing on some things that, you know, we would consider to be uh, very worthy of talking about. We have a lot to talk about, especially tonight. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, not all good black history, but we got some black history. Matter of fact, let's get started with tonight's show and start out with a black history fact for tonight's show. Okay. So. Uh, we were just talking about the football game coming up, the big football game coming up in two weeks uh, with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles playing against the Kansas City Chiefs for the Super Bowl. And uh, 
you know, bragging rights to the NFL um, 2022-23 season. Um, we have a first. There's a couple of firsts in this game. Actually, um, one of the firsts that you're going to have two brothers to actually square off against each other. Um, they actually won't be on the field at the same time, but they play for opposite team. They play for each uh, one place for Kansas City, one place for the Eagles. That's the uh, Kelsey brothers, uh, Travis Kelsey for Kansas City, and um, we have Jason Kelsey for the Eagles. Both of them all pros. Both of them will be Hall of Famers someday. They're both very good. Man, imagine, you know, your parents sitting there, and you got two boys playing pro sports, right. you know, yeah. and they and they and they both stars. I mean, you know, and both future Hall of Famers, you know. And um, now, do and do then they both they play both, the same position? No, um, Jason Kelsey for the Eagles is the uh, center. He's the one, the hiker. You know, mm-hmm. hikes the ball. At the at the Phil Leonard and on the position. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> and then Travis uh, for Kansas City, he's the tight end. Uh, so, and probably the best tight end in pro football. And Jason Kelsey is the best center in pro football. So, I mean, you get you know them two boys, man. They're both beasts, you know. So, um, um, so that's a first that the first time you had two brothers to face each other in the Super Bowl. But the black history fact is this is going to be the first Super Bowl where we have two black quarterbacks playing in the game against each other. It's never been, happened before. Now, we've had black Super Bowl quarterbacks um, to appear in the Super Bowl, and we had one that won the Super Bowl um, back um, in 1988, which was Doug Williams for the Washington Redskins back then. But we've never had two Super Bowl quarterbacks who look like us to play against each other. So that's a big thing going. And just so happens to be Black History Month, so that's a great way to start um, with some black history in itself. So um, now you would have thought with all the pro football history that this probably wouldn't be uncommon to happen because there are, you know, we have a few black quarterbacks now and so forth. You would think that this will probably happen more than once, but this, believe it or not, is the first time. It's hard for a black quarterback to even get to the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, we've only had two black winning Super Bowl quarterbacks, uh, Russell Wilson being the other one, you know. So um, um, so to have this happen, and both of these guys are young guys, and they're two of the best quarterbacks in the league, they're probably going to finish one and two in the MVP voting for this year. Um, they're saying Patrick Mahomes or Kansas City is probably going to win the MVP, but Jalen Hurts will probably finish second. So you got the top two players in the league facing off against each other. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting. And um, the reason, you know, giving you a little bit of history on the black quarterback, uh, you know, 
black quarterbacks for a long time was ostracized as being not smart enough to play the position. Um, they were athletic enough to play the position, but not smart enough to, to be able to remember all the plays. Most of the time they said the black quarterback, they had strong arms, but they wasn't accurate or they didn't know how to um, um, be leaders, you know, that they were, you know, all of this, all of this crazy stuff. But when you look around the league now, there's quite a few black quarterbacks that are starting quarterbacks in the league now. And so what they used to say about us definitely is not true anymore. And when you look at a young man like Jalen Hurts, who's leading the Eagles, that boy is all business. You know, he's he, and he says all the right things. He leads by example, and he gets it. So when you you can't talk about you can't talk about how we can't do this and we can't do that anymore. We have to um, we have you have to look at us as being the whole package now, and so that's why it's so great to have this to happen during this particular time. Any any thoughts on that? No, I mean, you know, I I definitely agree. You know, I think it's kind of goes back to you know we hear, um, you know, all the complaints about you know the roles of black people in the NFL and NBA, and you know, I think situations like this just kind of highlight, you know, for for youth that you know they can do anything. You know, they can be a quarterback and win the Super Bowl and can't nobody say they can't because there's examples of those who could, you know, so. Right. And, of right. course, it's happening during Black History Month. So, you know, that's even now, I guess the Super Bowl always happens during Black History Month anyway. But, you know, this year. Yeah, it's always, it's always the first or second weekend of February. Right. Yeah. So, but, you know, at least this year, you know, there can be some some new talk and you know, hopefully some, some, you know, little black boys who aspire to be quarterbacks, you know, will know. And, you know, and, and, you know, even for the flip side, it may just be education where I'm sure, and I don't know what states and cities these are, but I'm sure there's some, some high school teams where black kids are telling them that they can't be quarterback or, you know what I mean? Like, kind of like you talked about, Okay, they got the power, but they don't got the accuracy. They got the arm, but can they hit the target? And, you know, this is one of the things where it proves everybody wrong. Or I'm sorry, proves yep. the naysayers wrong. Yeah, and that's that's what's important because when you look at when you look at the, the black quarterback and the plate that it's you know, it's all, and I know when I was coming up as a as a kid watching pro football on T V, there was only a couple black quarterbacks and they wasn't starters and um, my favorite quarterback was a guy uh, named James Harris um, and he started for the Rams back in the day James Harrison and uh, he was way before his time because he was he was the prototype quarterback of the day's game but you know he they used to say that he wasn't smart smart enough to play the position it was crazy, yeah. but he was great, and he was a good quarterback. So, um, but here we are. We got these two young guys in the league in, in, um, playing in the Super Bowl. Both of them at the top of their game. Hopefully, it'll be a great game. I want to see a good game. 
Um, I, I want to see the Eagles come out on top, of course, but I want to see a good game, you know, between these two. So we'll see what happens. And, and Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City, you know, he's been in a, a few – he's won the Super mm-hmm. Bowl already. And, right. you know, he's been in a couple of other ones. So, you know, this boy, you know, he's balling right now, you know. So um, so we'll see. Jalen Hurts had – Jalen Hurts, um, you know, he wasn't supposed to be – he wasn't supposed to be uh, where he is right now, but the guy, hard work, good leadership, and this is what it does for you. The best record in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Best, uh, you know, the Eagles had the best team in the league this year, and here they are representing it. So let's see what happens. So, yeah. All right. We'll be talking about them over the next couple of weeks anyway. So, all right. So that was just wanted to put that out there going into Black History Month. Unfortunately, going into Black History Month, we got a lot of stuff that we have to talk about that has to do with Black period. Not all of it good. And, you know, hopefully we can do better by the, by the end of the year. But, you know, we got a couple stories. Let's go with the next one, Len. <laughs> so. All right. So, um, and, and of course, the, the next one ain't nothing to be proud of. But there yeah. was a story about a week ago. There was a a young black lawyer, Eric Garvin, who was traveling abroad. He was in Santa Santiago, Chile, where he was killed while he was traveling. So apparently, um, uh, you know, Eric loved traveling. He had been to about forty-one different countries. He had he went missing January fourteenth during his visit to Santiago, which is the capital of Chile. And later, his parents found out that their son was found by local police in the hospital morgue. And basically what what his father says happened is, or what his father was told, is that his son was innocently walking down the street um, close to where his Airbnb was. He paused for a moment and took a snapshot of a building that was in a drug-infested area. Um, Immediately after taking that photo... There are some people, some three gentlemen who came across the street. They approached him. They grabbed, um, they grabbed his son, stole his phone and shot him three times. And, uh, you know, sadly, Eric died right there on the spot. So, you know, of course, now, you know, the, the family wants answers. Um, they flew to Chile to kind of, um, well, one, you know, uh, bring the body back home and then to also meet with some local authorities and, you know, just try and figure out what happened and see if they can get some, some more answers and probably some prosecution towards, uh, you know, the incident that happened. And Dave, you, I didn't necessarily bring up this story for the, the informational part. I really brought it up because, you know, really just as a warning, you know, I think a lot of time Americans, we feel that we can go anywhere, do anything, and even specifically black Americans. So, they, I can't lie. I usually feel like when we go to different countries that most people won't mess with black people. Like, you know, the, you know, you always hear like um, people hate Americans. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I feel like that pertains specifically <laughs> to white Americans. But, you know, still with that, Still with that said, you know, I think it's, you know, wherever we go, we have to be careful. And, you know, just like there's senseless killing here in the United States, 
their senseless killing in some of these countries as well. And one of the things that makes me think of um, after, and, and, you know, we talked about this with Brittany Griner and how they, you know, Russia is tempted to set people up just to ransom them back. Um, after that happened, okay. uh, the president, when he had his press conference after Brittany was free, Brittany Griner was free, he referenced, and I forget the exact name, but you can Google it. There is a, almost like a department of travel or something to that aspect where you can go on the, the government website for travel or what tourism or whatever. And you can look at every single country that, that the U.S., that United States citizens are allowed to go and they will speak to you about the threat level. Some of them have a low threat, low to no threat. Some are medium threat, which is kind of like, you know, be careful, be aware of your surrounding. And then there are some places that are high threat places, which are recommended not to go. And, you know, so hopefully our listeners, if you travel and you're traveling to some of the um, less touristy places, hopefully you'll look at this um, travel advisory and and take heed to any of the precautions. Because, you know, Dave, just like we see right here, you know, this stuff can happen anywhere. And unfortunately, it happened to an innocent Eric Garvin in Santiago, Chile. Yeah. Um, and this is starting to begin, uh, starting to get all too familiar with these type of stories because we're having a lot of people all of a sudden to, to, to end up missing or dying right. over in countries when they're on vacation, you know? Mm-hmm. And, Interestingly enough, because I know there was a female recently beside, um, you know, the big case that we had a couple months back. Um, there was another female recently that was uh, found dead over. Uh, now I'm trying to remember which place. It was. I want to say Mexico again. I want to say Mexico. But um, I saw the story last week. Uh, and, you know, so this is. This kind of stuff is starting to become alarmingly frequent, and it doesn't look like it matters if you're male or female. If you're in the wrong place, um, or if you're in a, in a group setting and you don't know everybody there, you know, and you don't, you know, and you're not protected in any kind of way, things could go horribly wrong. You know, yeah, uh, definitely. And as and you say, because I know you travel a lot, and you know, um, I know you, you know, you always got to keep yourself on the swivel. I, you know, I used to always get kidded, uh, kidded, and even in my office at work, you know, uh, because of the way our offices are set up at work, I my back is to <laughs> the door of my office. Look, I came. I came from the project, man. I don't play that. I don't play not knowing what's coming from behind me, you know. Right. So I have a desk. I have, I have on my desk a mirror on my desk, so I can see people coming in and out or walking past my office. And everybody just thinks that's the funniest thing because I have this mirror on my desk, so I can see what's going on behind me. But that's just some way. That's I've always been that. I've always had great yeah. peripheral vision because I've always paid attention to my surroundings, you know? And, you know, if I see somebody out of the corner of my eye move kind of funny, 
you know, I'm moving funny too. I'm moving, I'm moving too. Like, Hey, why did they do that? You right. know, I'm paying attention, you know, and this is, you know, and, and it's funny that you said what you said about white people and, you know, and so forth, because, you know, we, we are, there's a running joke how we move away from trouble, but they move towards trouble, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, um, we just had to pay uh, attention and it's a shame that this happened to this young man. Um, you know, you know, I, I got a son the same age. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really a shame. And, you know, we always, you always hear the whole, the old axiom about, you know, parents should never have to bury their child, you know, but, you know, it's really a shame. So, uh, hopefully the family, you know, maybe there's some justice that will be done in some kind of way. Maybe they'll find the people responsible for this. Yeah. So, so I mean, you know, we'll we'll follow up on this and if if we hear any farther advancements, you know, we'll definitely, you know, make sure we fill everybody in. Okay. Well, uh basically staying in the same vein. Seem like that's all we have to talk about anymore is uh, shootings and deaths and um and I, I'm I'm just gonna um put a little partial segue in. Of course, we don't want to be uh, we don't want people to think that we're because you know it's not something we plan to talk about tonight. But uh, just want to allude to it a little bit. You know, of course, you know over the weekend we. You know, the big um, story came down about the Memphis beating of uh, a black male, Mr. Tyree Jackson. Nichols. Uh, I mean, Nichols, uh, Tyree Jackson, I'm sorry. Nichols, I'm sorry. Uh, Tyree Nichols, uh, who was about 30 years old, uh, 29, 30. Yeah, something like that, close to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the hands of uh, uh was six cops at first, right? Well, yeah, first and they said five, then they added on a, another one. And another one. Then and another then, one. Then another one. Well, the thing was that, and this young man was a black male, and apparently the, the, the cops who, well, they supposedly arrested him. I didn't see, you know, it's when you look at there's a there's a video, and the video is a it's it's, it's funny. It's a long video, and it's hard to watch when you see everything that goes on in this video. But the uh, the cops were all black. The first set of cops, anyway, that did most of the damage to this kid. Right. And then you see a white cop that comes up that ends up tasing him. And then the EMTs that came up. I mean, it, it, the whole thing. Was yeah. just, you know, you know, the only thing that made me question everything is like when you look at this video. It's it starts out from the looks like a street camera, right? Right. And then you know you see body cam footage, footage of what's going on as well. Um, I'm thinking to myself, these cops got to know that they're on camera. But they didn't seem to care. No. It's like they had a personal vendetta against this kid. Yeah, and, 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 and it's crazy because on top of yeah. not only 
public camera, they have their body cameras on. So it's kind of like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know, I'm, I I wonder if they thought what they were doing could be seen as justified, and 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 I only say justified as in, okay, let's start saying a lot of stuff. Let's start portraying like because I mean he was really defending himself, defending him eyes, you know his eyes, you know. But if you know how sometimes people can make it appear a certain way, I wonder if they were trying to make it appear like he was resisting, like he was fighting back, which which they felt would allow them to do more, which is crazy. This guy is was six. What they say he was six two, six three, something like that. But he only weighed 140-something pounds, Leonard. Yeah, that's crazy. He was a beanpole. And you can see he wasn't a big guy when they stood him up, finally, after they beat him. There there was a couple times they kicked him in the face. I mean, I mean, the punches that this guy took. I mean, it was incredible to me. <sighs> um, you're tired of seeing this kind of stuff. You know, they said that beating that he took was worse than Rodney King's beating. I know that, and we that, all, that's crazy. We all saw Rodney King's beating, and that was pretty bad back then. Right. But they said this kid took a worse beating than Rodney King did by the hands of those cops. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank God. Yeah, thank God, you know, recent, you know, of course, over the last couple of days, it's come down that all the cops have been relieved of their duties. They've been arrested. Um. Of course, the last cop to get relieved of the duty was the white cop with the taser. But, and of course, that was a lot of pressure because at first they said that he, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't say anything about him at first, but everybody kept saying, well, what's going I on know. with the white cop? What's going yeah. on with the white cop? You know, so he was there too. He was there too, you know, so, um, so, but anyway, we, you know, this kind of stuff and I, you know, we can't seem to get away from it, folks. We were, you know, Leonard and I, we try not to talk about this kind of stuff <laughs> every week. Just, just keeps on coming up. It keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. So I, I you know, just wanted to, you know, keep the, uh, keep keep the Nichols family in your um, in your prayers. Um, you know, uh, you know, Ben Ben Crump is already on the ca- on the case already. You know, right. so. Ben don't be messing around, Ben. You know, so Benjamin Crump's on the case already. So, and um, I, I also I'm heard sure. that um, Al Sharpton is is down there, and uh, you know oh, he's yeah. on the case too. So, yeah, yeah. So you already know. You already know this ain't going away no time right. soon. So, um, so I just wanted to make sure we mentioned that. Um, we, me and Leonard, was trying to go back and forth about whether we were going to say anything about it, but I wanted to make sure we said something. So. But leading into our next story, this is January 31st, folks. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's funny, it happens to be my mother's birthday today, too. Um, so she'd probably be turning over in her grave if she saw all the stuff that was I going know. on down here. Crazy. Um, but it's January 31st, and we've already had 40 mass shootings already since the beginning of the year. That is totally unbelievable to me how we can have 40 mass shootings already in this country since the beginning of 2023. 
Yeah, more than you know, one a day. At, yeah, and they said at least 69 people have been killed already wow. in these mass shootings. You know, um, every time you turn around, you hear five people dying here, 10 people dying there. You know, uh, I think the last shooting was in Baltimore this weekend, right? I thought, yeah, there was a shooting in Baltimore where five people died. And, you know, well, there's been shootings in Monterey Park. And, I mean, it's just everywhere, man. Um, uh, Allentown, PA, there was a shooting at a, a, a youth center there, um, near a youth center there. <laughs> there was another one in Columbus, Ohio, strip club. Who's shooting in strip clubs, man? I know. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. You know that. I that, mean, that. it's just incredible. Go ahead. Were you great, sir? No, I mean, I mean, you're right. You know, it's just kind of like, okay, why are people so frustrated that, you know, like one, one thing my dad used to always say is, and, and I, I hate to, for anybody to take it the wrong way, but he's like, if you're that mad, like kill yourself. Like, you you don't I've heard, I've heard like, people say that. Yeah, like I mean yeah. you don't need to kill all these people. And they like I think about it, and we talked about it um about two weeks ago, right after Martin Luther King Day. Um on Martin Luther King Day Monday, there was a shooting at a community outside event during the daytime that had children there. And it's just yeah. you know, it's just so wild that, you know, where where can you really go now and feel perfectly safe? And, and yeah, because it used to be church, but they're shooting in churches too. Yeah. So I mean, you can't go to the mall, you, know, you can't uh, go to the movies, you can't go to, the you can't, you can't yeah. go to festivals, you can't go to the supermarket. Everything I mean, you just said, everything you just said is had shootings. Every yeah. place that you just said. I mean, you know, they School. were doing the lunar the lunar celebration, mass shooting there. I mean, you know, we talked about that last week. You know, um, schools. Oh my God, the schools, man. Um, you know, you send you, you imagine sending your kids to school in the morning, say, okay, I'll see you guys when you get home. And then, God, I know how I felt. My youngest son was in, um, first grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, first grade when 9 11 happened. I never forget. Right. I'm at work. The world's going crazy because of all that just happened. Then they start shutting down the schools and said, okay, get over here, get your kids. You know, right. we don't know what's about to happen. And I remember rushing over to get my, he went to Mount Pleasant um, uh, Elementary School at that time. We get over there, man, the kids are outside across the street from the school sitting on the ground. You wow. know, I was, yeah, it was crazy. I mean. Did, did he understand what was happening? Was he too young? I, he, he was young, but we, we kind of filled it in. And of course, we went to the TV and said, you know, this is what's going on and this is what they were concerned about it. He, you know, it's, it's funny because we have conversations about it to this day. I said, do you remember that day? He said, yeah, I remember that day. He said, yeah. Um, I, re I, re I just remember how they rushed us out of the school and they told the school was closed that day and that our parents were coming to get us and, the kids that rode the bus, that got them on the bus, and you know, it was just, yeah, it was, it was one of those days, man. So, um, I, I just brought the story up because I just find it unbelievable. But then, you know, I was listening to something on TV last night, and this was on um, 
what was I listening to? Was it? I want to say it was it was on one of those news channels. I can't remember whether I was on CNBC or whether I was on. Um, oh, yeah, I was on. Uh, I was on CNN. That's what it was. I, I just turned to it briefly, and they were talking about the mass shootings there and all the mass shootings. And they and there was a black guy. I didn't know who he was, but he was in probably about forty-ish, you know. And he said. Did you notice the timeline as to when these mass shootings really started to pick up and become like major news? And he said it was right around the transition time between the Obama administration and Trump administration. Mm -hmm. And it's been going on ever since. Right. Okay, he said, now you can call it a coincidence if you want. But there's got to be some credence here because there was a lot of hatred going on from the Obama administration transitioning into the Trump administration. And here we are. Um, It almost makes you. Like I said, I'm a, I'm, I'm a swivel kind of person. I pay attention to everything, man. If I'm in a store, I remember, um, you know, I told you about the, the guy walking in the store and how, uh, with the gun. And I right. told you I stayed in my car. Yeah. If I see somebody, I don't care who they are. They could be a police officer or whatever. I am not getting out of my car if I see somebody with a gun on their hip going into the same place I'm going into. I don't even want to. I don't want to take a chance that this person might have a bad day. Yep. Uh, don't come to Alabama, okay? Everybody got guns down there, right? I mean, I won't say everybody, but like I've been in Walmart down there, and and people have guns. Like you, you can see the gun on their head. people on camouflage and, and hunt, hunting hats, <laughs> hats pop out of the aisle. Yeah, well, it might, it, it might be your season, man. I don't know. You might want to get out of there real quick, you know, so, you know, so, man, I tell you, but folks, we're, we're month, one month in. This is not looking good for the rest of the year. So no, I just not, wanted not to, at all. it's not looking good at all. Um, I, I, we're going I, into Black History, we're going into Black History Month. And I hope that's not going to be a reason to have more more shootings, if you follow what I'm saying. Um, According to the Insider, last year there were 647 mass shootings in the year of 2022, um, with most of them a spike being in the summertime. So, um, you know, hopefully we're not on track. And last year was the second highest, um, I believe, the second highest number of mass shootings that we've ever had in the United States. So um, hopefully we're not breaking any records. Wait, you said that was the second highest? Um, Yeah. So I was looking at something else and they said as of November, the end of November, we had the second highest. 
and I, I haven't seen anything for the, that last month of December, but I'm going to assume that we maintain second highest um, ever as far as uh, mass shootings. Well, we average we average uh, forty shootings, forty to fifty shootings a month. That that a bust last year's number way out, right? No, so so this one is how many did I say? Six forty seven. So six forty seven yeah. divided by twelve. That's fifty three mass shootings okay, a 53. month. Fifty three. Okay. Yeah. Fifty three. Okay. So well, just that's, FYI. That's that is scary. Well, I don't know, man. We're we're in a bad we're in a bad place. World the, the world really is right now. Um, I was just it, some flashed across my screen just then about um, Christiana Care's website got hacked, <laughs> and so a lot of people's information. I mean, they're hacking everything. That's a whole nother story. Just mm-hmm. the hacking stuff that's going on. And they're hacking uh, a bunch of people's, you know, information and whatever, their bill pay and all of that stuff, man. I tell you, we're, we're just in a – the world is just crazy right now, yeah, man. Yeah, it definitely is. Dave, That yeah. that's why I like working from home. <laughs> <laughs> so you can so, – so you can develop um, hacking methods? Okay. So um, – <laughs> so – all right, well, Lord, please pray for us, I tell you. All right, well, we're going to change it up a little bit, <laughs> you know, with our next story. I guess a lot of people are hearing about the um, nursing school that giving out all these fake um, licenses uh, for nursing students. Um, so far, down in Florida, and I'm sure, like Leonard and I was talking about this earlier, of course, I'm sure Florida is not the only place that's doing it. We've had some people to get caught up here in Delaware, right? You said, um, yeah, with these, um, fake licenses and, right. um, um, you know, fake nursing licenses. A lot of people, um, were doing this, you know, and trying to get these, um, licenses because they were all from, in a shorter period of time, because nursing school, um, if you go to a legitimate nursing school, can take uh, um, two years, at least two years to get, if you, depending on um, what, if you're going to RN, if you're trying to become an RN or LPN, depending on what you're doing. But there are often these licenses within a certain amount of months. And on average, you're paying anywhere from, um, um, uh, seven to ten thousand dollars for these licenses. Of course, you know you still then that's on pawn. You can get the paper, the 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 license paper, but you still got to pass. You still got to prove that you can pass the test. You know the board test that you. Oh, okay. Take. So so these people who have fake diplomas, they still took the state board and passed. Is that correct? Some of them did. They said about thirty percent of them did pass. Okay. The test. You know, but, you know, still they had a fake, they had a fake license though, you know, um, even though they passed the test, they had a fake license. Right. Um, a lot of this really became a big thing during the pandemic because of the shortages of nurses and 
most of the hospitals and uh, assisted living facilities and all, uh, you know, all of these type places. And so people were found a quick fix to be able to get jobs and to be able to get in and make top dollar by doing doing uh, these fake licenses. They said it was over 7,600 fraudulent uh, nursing wow. degree diplomas from three base Florida-based nursing schools. So that was three Florida-based nursing schools that issued over 7,600 um, of these licenses. Um, and, of course, these schools were also participating in wire fraud and everything as far as payment <laughs> and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, wow. You they, know, it, it's they, 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 uh, they were probably also helping uh, kids get into colleges uh, on the lacrosse team and the yeah, yeah, just like you know, that uh, college gate scandal. Yeah, yeah, I know. that. Is, you know, well, that's probably what it was modeled after. Uh, they said the schools involved, it was uh, one called Sienna College. You know what? I've actually seen that Sienna College um, advertised. That's interesting. Siena College, Palm Beach School of Nursing, and Sacred Heart International Institute were the schools that are now closed. Um, um, they, there was uh, some of those who purchased degrees were from South Florida's Asian American community, including some with legitimate LPN licenses who wanted to become registered nurses. So, wow. yeah, so you had actual LPN. Um, um, they're licensed practical nurses, right. and uh, this is this is something I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of near and dear to me because uh, for those of you that don't know, I, you know, I taught taught in, uh, nurses and medical assistants and so forth for about ten years at at at, um, at Dawn Career Institute. So I'm familiar with a lot of the stuff that these people have to do in order to get these licenses and so forth, and you know. It's really a shame that there was a loophole found and people found a way to try to do this and get away with it. Um, it's it's really a shame that um, we are in a microwave society where everybody's trying to do things quick. Now, of course, during the pandemic, I'm sure there was a lot of things that kind of got overlooked or people kind of closed their eyes or you know, kind of look to the left because they didn't want to, you know, really um, deal with everything that you had to go through in order to get legit, be legitimate. And, you know, especially in these nursing homes and these assistant living places and the hospitals and so forth. Look, I was, I went to a hospital a couple of times during the pandemic, like from, you know, at the start of the pandemic and, mm -hmm. you know, one other time last year and I saw, firsthand how shorthanded these nurses were <laughs> uh look there was one i got fortunate enough um when i was in i had a, a hospital stay last year for a couple of days and um and when i was there at this hospital i was fortunate enough that one of the medical the medical assistants that um uh, well, actually, she 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 wasn't a medical assistant. She was an LPN. Uh, the LPN who who uh, was with me and helped me out a lot that particular night happened to be a former student, medical assistant student student of mine. Oh wow! And so she really looked out for me that night and so forth. And what happened was, I was asking her. Like when I got there, it was probably around 
five thirty six o'clock. This was at um, Christiana. And she was supposed to get off of work at seven. Um, then like 10 o'clock, I saw her again. I said, why are you still here? It's 10 o'clock. She said, oh, the person who was supposed to be working this shift couldn't come in. She's sick. And I said, wow. She, I said, she said, yeah, she probably got COVID because every, all the nurse, everybody was getting COVID. Everybody right. was getting it. You know, she said she had it too, but it was like, like, like two months prior to me coming in there that day, she said she had it real bad too. She, I said, okay, all right. So then she said, uh, you know, so she said, I'm supposed to get off at 11. One o'clock comes around. I get moved to a different room. She's still there, <laughs> you know. So, but what time did you come in? She said, I've been here since 10 o'clock this morning. I said, what time are you going to leave? She said, well, I'm probably going to end up leaving around three. I said, how much overtime are you getting? She said, my last paycheck had 200 hours. Wow. Okay. So I said, you worked your 80 hours plus you had 120 hours overtime. She said, yes. She said, but I've had a check that had 300 hours on it. Impossible. God damn. Yeah. I said, well, you didn't go home. And <laughs> she said, no. She said, there was a couple of times I didn't go home. I said, well, she said, I would just take breaks. They would allow me to take the breaks that I needed or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, she said, I didn't go well, home. Well, hold on. I, so when she said 300 hours, that's for a two-week period, right? Yeah, that's a two-week period. Okay. So 80 hours regular. So that means she was working 21 hours a day for two weeks? Well... Uh, or or close to it yeah you know not every day but you know yeah but close to it yeah and you know dave i I think that makes the story so crazy too because you you said how much were they paying for these fake degrees um on average anywhere from um seven to ten thousand dollars so seven to ten thousand dollars if if i'm sure if a nurse puts that into action for a decent paying job she can probably make that back in a month you know, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Doing it, especially during the height of the pandemic when they couldn't get anybody to work. Right. Yeah. You can make that back. Look, she could technically. Like. The the young lady that was my former student, that three hundred dollars, that three hundred hour check, man, is five, six thousand dollars right there. Yeah. Okay, so and and, and th- that right know, there is just two weeks. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not even the whole right month. There. Yeah, so because she was like anything over her regular shift, she was getting paid time and a half, and if she worked on the weekends, double time. So she was making a killing, man. She right. was making a killing. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. So, but um, you know. Like I said, man, we're in this microwave society. Everybody's trying to get rich quick. Everybody's trying to do everything quick these days. And it's really a shame that, you know, that this type of thing. Now, just think if you were a person under the care of one of these nurses and they don't know what they're doing for real. Well, you know, like I know a lot of people on social media were saying, okay, what if you had a loved one who was being cared for by a nurse and he died? That kind of makes you re-question everything. You know, okay, was that nurse legit? Did she have proper training? 
Was she yeah. the cause of, you know, so uh, I mean, somebody it, it dying? Yeah, yeah. 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 What they call malfeasance. Um, you know, that's what they call malfeasance okay. in the medical field. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been. I'm sitting here looking at uh, something in, in this article. It says the students paid a total of $114 million for the fake degrees between 2016 and 2021. The new, the, they said that was reported. About 2,400 of the 7,600 students eventually passed their licensing exam, mainly in New York, federal officials said. The wow. nurses certified in New York are allowed to practice in Florida and many other states. So apparently if you pass that exam in New York, it allowed you to move around the country. But see, the people that passed the exam, though, I'm pretty sure that they had some type of medical background to be able to pass that exam. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, I know how hard it is. The, the medical assistant exam is very hard. Um, and, it, you know, so you have to have some type of medical. You just can't go to a nursing school like that and not have any uh, any uh, nursing or, or any medical background and pass the exam unless you're extremely a, a very good studier and a very smart person. Right. Because there's a lot of stuff that you have to know, a lot of stuff. So, um, really, really uh, crazy. Um, but that's how desperate people were. That's how, uh, and especially in the medical field, how desperate those people were in trying to get people to work. Uh, yeah, a lot of people who couldn't, you know, because a lot of the nurses were out a lot. And, you know, because of the COVID, people were getting sick, just like the patients. So, um, well, what a world we live in, man. What a world we live in. So, <laughs> yeah, crazy. That's all I got to say. Crazy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, but anyway, you guys are listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. Um, let me see. I just wanted to, I guess, oh, that was our last story, right? Yeah. Now the last oh, one, okay. Dave, we, we have been moving okay. through them today. Yeah, we've been moving through these stories today, man. So um, next month, though, uh, just keep in mind, uh, before I go into the Dave Dave's corner, um, you know, as our Black History, it, like we said in the beginning, is Black History Month. And, of course, uh, we try to make sure we have some Black History stuff um, on board for next month. Um, um you know, I know we did that last year, um, so we'll be doing that again this year. So, um, be doing some fun fact stuff and just just be on the lookout for that. Okay. Um, so Dave Dave's corner tonight. Len, Leonard's favorite part, folks. I know. Yeah, I my, know my everybody favorite. say Leonard my can't favorite. wait. He can't, I can't wait. wait. <laughs> so tonight is a, a scenario. Uh, question here and this is the scenario you walk into a christmas party with a couple of friends at a mansion for one of your friends job the house is magnificent you had to use the bathroom and one the one downstairs where you guys were was occupied 
So you go upstairs to find a bathroom to use. Afterwards, you kind of take a self-guided tour of the house. You know how we do when we see a nice house. We do, eh, let me just peep around and see what's in here, you know. So that's why you don't let people come to your house when you have parties. Right. <laughs> so, you know, because you never know what's going to happen. You walk into a theater room that you find fascinating and everything. And you sit in one of the lounge chairs in the or the theater um, chair. The chair has an uh, armrest that lifts up. And, of course, being newsy, you lift up the armrest to see what's in there. So, um, when you lift up the armrest, there is stacks of $100 bills in there, just sitting in there. What do you do next? <laughs> he ain't said nothing, folks. He ain't well, said nothing. Well, he no, the, said the, nothing the, but his, the, face, his the, face said a lot just then. His the, face the, said a lot just then. The only reason I didn't say anything, because normally after you read your question, you like to try to break it down to me, be like, so what you gonna do? Uh, well, this blah, blah, blah. This is, well, no, no, this this doesn't need any of that. Yeah. <laughs> I think you already know what's going on here. So, okay. so I want to preface my answer by saying, we're um responding to one of your side comments. Mm-hmm. I'm not newsy, so I trust me. If I go to the bathroom, I ain't the type to go in a, <laughs> you know and. Oh, you know, let me take a self-guided tour. Let me see. Let me see what's in here. So first of all, I, I would never do that because, you know, that, that right there. Wait, wait, black, hold on. But let me, let, me, let me ask this. Wait, I, I, and I get this and I'm kind of the same way. But let me say this house is so impressive, though. You walk past this room and you see it's a theater room. And you say, I'll you keep said, on walking. I'm going to okay, keep on walking. All right. All right. But okay. for you, in for this your, case, you didn't, though. Okay. okay. In this case, I didn't. Um, I go in the theater room. I'm definitely not sitting in one of the lounge chairs. <laughs> but it looks so comfortable. It looks so, you know, this is that Corinthian leather, you know, that, well, you know, well, that you just. Well, luckily, I don't know what Corinthian leather is. So it, it could oh, be okay. leather. It could be tether. I ain't sitting in it. You know, they, that, okay. that, that's almost like walking past someone's room and you see their bed and it just looks so comfortable, comfortable. And you feel like, <laughs> and you feel like you got to go lay down. Not I, but, okay. um, if I did sit in there and I lifted up the armrest and I saw the money in there, I would not take any cause it, you know, it just wouldn't feel right. Now, if these were strangers, if I found some money well, on they the are street, strange. well, now keep, keep in mind, let's go back to the beginning. You're with one of your people, and one of your boys is their boss's house, or this is somebody's mansion, or and it's their job that's throwing this party. You don't know these people, so you I'll just said your boy, your boy said, "Yo, man, you want to go to this party with me?" Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, well, let's put it this way: I said to you, "Yo, man, um, look, I, my boss has this." Um, is having this Christmas party at, at this mansion and man, it's supposed to be lit. Let's go. You know, why don't you come with me? You know, I don't want to go by myself, you know, even though I know people there, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. Why don't you come with me? And, so they, you know, I might have somebody else with me. Maybe, you know, somebody else might be with you. Yeah, we go. Now we don't know, we don't know these people. Yeah. You know, well, I'm, 
you know, I might know the, well, I don't know the people's house that we're at because yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. my boss's house, but it, this is the house they rented out. All right. I mean, they, I, I get it. Um, I'm not taking the money. We, we just talked about the mass shootings. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not trying to be one of those casualties. And, and. But Leonard, there's stacks, there's stacks of hundreds in here. If you take a stack out, it, 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 they may not miss it, man. Okay. Well, Dave, let me say this. If someone comes in my okay, house right. and tried to steal right. some stacks of some money, <laughs> I'm going to tell them like, um, uh, Pookie and his brother, and I'm going to get you sucker. There's two ways you can leave out of here. The window. But you ain't gonna know, but the, you ain't gonna know they had it, man. Well, I, I and 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 I get it, but you know, I think at that point, it's not about them. It's just about okay. Uh, nah, I, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. Almost got you for a moment. Well, no, 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 no. I okay, mean, right. like, kind of like I said, if I go upstairs to go to the bathroom. I don't care if I walk by a room and there's like um Cleopatra in there dancing in circles. I'm gonna keep on walking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I don't care if I if I walk by and there's the, the secrets to uh Area fifty one well on an area right fifty one. I don't know. A, you know, area fifty one I made it stop. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I've just been in too many situations where sometimes like you don't need to know everything, you don't need to see everything, and you don't need to touch everything. You know what I mean? So with that said, um I I know you're trying to talk me <laughs> I know you're trying to talk me into taking the money. But I'm no, I'm, 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 I'm gonna have thing. to pass. I'm just saying yeah. I'm just I'm just saying that there look, I, I, I can tell you, if you look around the room and you see, okay, you're looking to see if there's any cameras or whatever the case may be. So one stack might be like 5G's, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you say. You say, hmm. Because, first of all, now, I'll be honest with you, and I'm just kidding with you and whatever. I wouldn't take any either. Yeah. But I said, if if I was, if it was my alter ego, <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you know, um, I'd be like, I'd be looking around the room, just checking and say, okay, is there cameras in this room? Am I being set up or whatever? Right. Because, you know, if I take one stack and I hide it real well, now, and I drove myself there, I'm going right out the door. Uh, home immediately? Yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out. Hey, yo, yo, Lynn, I, I, I'll catch you later, man. I, I got something I got to do, you know. Uh, you remember how to get out of here, right? <laughs> you know, and I'm out, you know, so, um, um, that was my alter ego. That wouldn't be me, of course, yeah. you know. So, so is that, you know, that, so. that was, uh, um, David mm-hmm. Doker. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, that'd be, uh, that'd be David Cocaine. That would have been oh, me. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, All right, cocaine, yeah. Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, I'd be down that step so quick, man, walking out the door, and I'd be like, Dave, where, everybody be like, Dave, where you go? Oh, I got, I just, I just had an emergency to come back. I gotta go. Well, I guess I couldn't do it too. I couldn't be too obvious doing it because yeah. then, 
you know, they're going to say, well, your boy sure left kind of early, yeah. you know. And, so and, 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 and then when they figure out the money's missing, they're going to be like, okay, we know exactly who yeah. got it. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure they got whole, cameras in the hallway or whatever. So, you know, they'll probably be like, oh, okay. And of course, all, then, then, then I got to move out of the state. I got to, you know, and I got to come, look, look, I got to Don't know. Don't come in my house. Don't come in there. Don't come over here. Don't don't you bust said, up my, wait, my wait, happy house. Wait, wait, hold on. You tell me not to come to your house, man. I can't come to your house, man, and no. hang out with you. You go to Alabama. You stay in one of the trailers, okay? <laughs> we we got a trailer uh, down there with, with your name on it. Cocaine uh, Bay. Wait, how, how much those trailers go, cost? Can I buy one with a, with a five stack? No, we'll, we'll work it out. Uh, okay. All right. Uh-huh. So I mean, uh, that's a no, but we'll we'll work it out. Uh, my one of my coworkers, she's from Birmingham. Okay. And uh, yeah. Matter of fact, her parents and her grandparents, everybody's still down there. You know, so she goes home. She said she goes home about three times a year. And I was like, my partner has a trailer park down there. She said, Oh yeah, where is it? Uh, Albertville. Uh, Albertville. Okay, I gotta yeah. tell her. Um, so it's it probably about an hour to hour and 15 minutes and it. I mean, it's a, a decent sized little city. So she may have, you know, mm-hmm. may have heard of it, may not have. Yeah. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask her tomorrow if she knows anything about Alfredville. So, so she was saying, well, where is it down there? And I said, well, it's outside of, I know it's outside of Birmingham. Yeah. So, cause I Marshall know he's not in Birmingham. Marshall County. Okay. I'll tell her that tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and you can tell she's from down because she got a little southern accent. That, that you know? accent, so, yeah, yeah, she got it. You know, so. Um, but so, um, so, so yeah. Dave, real, real quick on the flip side. Yeah. So you have a Super Bowl party at your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you do if you caught a friend of a friend, let's say, in your bedroom, going through like your drawers or, you know, looking to steal stuff. Like you just happen to go upstairs. You're like, oh, I'm going to go upstairs to, you know, do something real quick. And you see and invite a friend of an invited house guest in your personal bedroom. And they look like they're going through drawers or the closet or something like that. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be a real problem. And you know, just because of stuff like that, Leonard, I'm gonna be honest with you. You don't have nobody. I've in the never house. been one. I've I've never been one that had a lot of people coming in and out of my house, man. Never. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I ever since I can remember, um, uh, like I've never been one. To, I mean, it, and believe, believe me, if there's people in my house like that, I know them very, very well. Right. Um. And that I wouldn't worry about them, you know, doing me that way. But if you got people coming in, like when you look at these movies and whatever TV shows and you see these people have these parties, these elaborate parties, and, you know, you got people coming in and out of your place and you don't know half of these people. I know. You know, you know, especially if you somebody that has some type of uh, money or whatever the case yeah. may be, you, you know, um, if you ain't got if you ain't got stuff in a safe or whatever the case may be, you asking for stuff to walk away. You really yeah. are. Um, you know, and and you know, especially people that are trying to show off. Um, um, you know, I had a, a friend of mine. He 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 hosted a party down in 
uh, Crystal City, mm-hmm. right outside of uh, yeah, DC uh, area. Yeah, DC area, and um, you've been in that area before, right? You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Crystal City has some nice, air, you know, it's a nice yeah. little place, a, a, a very know? affluent area. Yeah, there you go. So you know what I'm talking about. So um, his boss let him host a party at his boss's house. And his, his boss, it was during the summertime. The boss has a pool and everything. So the house sits on three acres. I mean, it was crazy, this this house he was talking about. And he sent me pictures of the house and whatever. And the house was like uh, some crazy seven, 8,000 square foot house. Some, it was, it was crazy. Well, so he hosted the party. Um, it was a pool party. He had, um, everyone coming, you know, and like stay, you know, he basically said everybody had to stay in one particular section of the house and in the backyard. Right. And they had it catered and everything. Food was, you know, everything was cooked outside and everything. Really no reason for people to be going in and out. I mean, there was bathrooms on the first floor, so you didn't have to go far to the bathrooms and everything. He said that this one particular couple, the girl was a friend of his wife, a co-worker of his wife. But she brought this really sketchy looking dude to the party with her. Right. Right. Who was supposed to be her boyfriend. Apparently they ripped this house off Leonard for over $20,000 worth of jewelry. Damn. Yeah. 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 Um, apparently there was a safe in one of the rooms. They, uh, that, uh, was one of these, um, it was one that sits on a table, whatever. The safe was nailed down to the table. They used uh, they they uh, used the uh, power tools to get the the safe and take the safe. Now the safe had nothing but jewelry in it. Wow! And they took the safe. He rolled that sounds like an inside was, job. Like they they knew that was a, yeah. Well, they knew they apparently they knew what was in it. So and. Um, he rolled out. She was still there. They noticed he was gone, and they kept saying, "But where your man? Where your where your boyfriend goes?" She said, "Oh, he had to leave. His daughter's sick, you know, and so forth and so forth." Finally, the party, and she stayed the whole time. It was so crazy, Leonard. She stayed the whole time. Yeah, party's over. She, she got a cover. You know, everybody leaves. The the person whose house it belonged to said, um, "Somebody stole the safe." And he said, well, how can somebody steal the safe? He said it was bolted down. Somebody used tools to get the safe. Well, um, and and what happened was it turns out that they found out that the boyfriend, because he had went, he tried to scalp the jewelry, and um, somehow it led back to him. Because mm-hmm. and to the people who Jory belonged to, right? And um, you know he and so she got arrested too because she you know was a part of it. So, but yeah, I you know these days, man, I, and just because just because of that kind of stuff, man. No, I've never been a person that has that has a lot of foot traffic in and out of my house, man. I've never been that person. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, so, I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, 
That's why. Well, I guess that's why you don't let me come over your house that much. So I get it. You well, know? I mean, so, ha- half the time you've been invited, you ain't showing up anyway. So it's, it's oh, all yeah. good. Uh, yeah. It's all good. Okay. All right. Yeah, you, you, you yeah, remember that? T- you remember that time you woke up from your nap and still didn't come? <laughs> you you a nap you nap during oh, my, my party. God. And then, yeah, and then yeah. text me, say, how, how is it? And I said, come on, there's still people here. And you, you ain't come. So, you know, oh, you, you know how it goes. Yeah, no, 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 uh, no. I'm not even going to go there with you later. I mean, <laughs> did, not, but... did you come? Uh, no, I didn't make were, it there. Were, were that you invited? Night. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. You know, the, the facts. Okay. And, and did you facts, fall asleep? Right? Oh, oh! So you gonna put me there? Okay. I mean, yeah. you went to sleep. You're yeah. na- you you were napping. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I did. <laughs> okay. You wrong for that. You really are. You really are. But I'm not even gonna comment about that right now. But no problem. Um, we'll talk about that later. Anyway. Yeah. So, but anyway, folks. You know, you can give us your thoughts on how you would handle that scenario, and uh, in in reference to. Well, you know, uh, would you take the money or, you know, would you not take the money? You know, if you thought you can get away with it anyway. And and, so, and Dave, let's also let them know, um, if you would take the money, send us your name and contact information. So, <laughs> so, so, so we know never to invite yes, you. Yes. <laughs> exactly. You know, cause okay. Dave, Dave, we, we, uh, we can never be too safe around these heathens yeah, out here right. listening to our show. Yeah, that's true. That is true. There is definitely heathens out there in the world today. So, all right, folks. Well, there you have it. That's news and trends with David Lynn on this Tuesday night. Um, you know, please, we always welcome any of your feedback once you listen to the show. Um, thank you for all that have supported us all this over the last year or so. And, um, for those that continue to p- support us, we had some new listeners too. So thank you for those who have been recently um, listening to us and everything. Thank you for taking the time to turn on this little program and hear the things that we have to say and, and listen to Lynn as well. So um, with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, Lynn, you got anything you want to add? Nah, Dave, you know, I just want to say, um, have a great week. Be easy and hope you enjoy the beginning of Black History Month. Yeah. All right. Next week, Good night, everybody. Another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn.